Hi, Brian. I just wanted to say that I love listening to the podcast. They're really interesting and informative and they encourage me to think on a much higher level. But it's done in a clear, concise way, in a fresh way. Just want to say thank you. Hey there, my kingdom friend. Welcome to the podcast today. I know it's cliche, this word vision, and I'm talking about your personal vision, but it's a reality. And when we enter the new heavens and the new earth, and really when we have that conversation with the Lord, when he appraises our time on the earth, and really our lifetime now is a seed, a seed form of who we are and what we will be doing forever. Eternal life begins now. Kingdom dynamics are are birthed within us now and we begin to move in them. And so your life vision is important or maybe it's, let's chunk it down. Maybe it's a vision for just a current season that you're in or a project that you're working on or some initiative. Well, here's what I want to say. Are you ready? Breaking news. Every vision will be challenged. And in those times, we have to be proactive with our vision. I don't know if you have heard of Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. He's a New York Times bestselling author, and he has really inspired me over the years. And after hearing a presentation that he gave online, this was actually some years ago, I knew I wanted to listen to it again and actually take notes. By the way, just a little sidebar here. When you take notes, like a message in church or a speech or a lecture, or you're listening to a panel discussion, it's proven by research that when you take notes, what you're doing, the real value that's happening is that your mind is reconstructing the thoughts, combining thoughts as you write them down. And it's a very powerful process as compared to just passive listening. So... If I could make an, if I could uh, give you a pro tip, take notes. I took these notes, and what I'm going to share with you right now is sort of a a rehashing or a representation of these notes with with a twist coming through the filter that I am. Okay, uh, so here they are. I think you'll be encouraged by this. This is Brian Del Turco. I want to thank you for connecting with me today on the podcast. This is episode 146. Now, before we get to it, can you help me out with something? Would you mind going to podchaser.com and search Jesus Smart? It will pull up the podcast. And would you mind rating and reviewing this podcast on podchaser.com? I appreciate it. A lot of people go there. It creates more findability. Also, a little announcement. This podcast is now available on a brand new network, it seems, called faithcasts.com. Faith, C-A-S-T-S dot com. So it's there, and it's there as well as all the usual suspects, like it's still available, of course, on Apple and Podbean and Spotify, iHeartRadio, a number of other major podcast listening options. You can also listen to it on jesussmart.com. Most episodes are there. You can stream it there on the show notes page as well. Okay, well, let's get right to it. Just know this, every vision will be challenged. And we really do need to have a vision. Again, whether it's something small, like some current initiative or project that you're pursuing, let's say you have a vision for renovating your kitchen. Okay, 
Uh, maybe it's something larger. Maybe it's a career step. Maybe it's something in your, what I like to call your kingdom career, some new space that you would like to press into and uh, as you express your identity in Christ and your spiritual gifts and you make your kingdom contribution. Whatever it is, though, just know that every vision will be challenged. And vision is important. You know, a world-class golfer, when he approaches the ball, they will envision in their mind everything about that stroke, where they want the ball to go, how they want to hit it, with what you know intensity they need to hit it, the distance they want to send the ball. They will work that through their mind and then they will manifest it practically speaking, right? That's an expression of vision. But every vision will be challenged. Your vision could be related to the economy or some other crisis, perhaps. All visionaries have challenging times. They're not unexpected. Don't be shocked by it. Anyone who has carried a vision for for anything knows this. Now, how these challenges come to us may be unexpected. If we're not on the alert or if we're just not thinking ahead enough, it could be unexpected. It could catch us off guard initially. But at the end of the day, challenging times are not to be unexpected. Now, sometimes we may even feel like we've come to the edge of things, like something is dying or, you know, the challenge may be that severe that it feels like we're not going to make it. But let's think about it in this way. And I love this from Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. Every challenge is an invitation to step up. It's an invitation to become someone we've yet become. Think about it in a transforming way. It's an invitation to do something we've never done before, to achieve something at a new, more expansive level. Think about it as an opportunity to step up, to improve, and to come into a new space in your own development. Remember, those who persevere and are transformed through the process, for them, challenging times are usually followed by a productive burst of fruitfulness and increase. For those who persevere and are personally transformed through the process, we should look at it as a gift. Our roots go down deeper, and this leads to more fruit when the challenging season is over. Isn't that good? Now, here are four vital steps that we need to take when facing challenging times from Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. Number one, recommit to achieving your vision. That's right. Use it as an opportunity to deepen your commitment to make that decision again, and to recommit to achieving your vision. It's testing your commitment. Yeah, you know, I can float by when things are going well. I mean, who who can't, right? But challenges call something more from us than ever before. And it does not matter how hard or complex the challenge is. We just have to go down deep and find the bedrock I remember a boss telling me once something had happened with a staffing change. I had lost a person that I was working with, a volunteer, but a key volunteer. And it really just kind of rocked me, to be honest with you. 
He said, Brian, at times like this, you just got to dig deeper. You know, I was a young guy. You just got to dig down deep. You got to find the bedrock, right? Recommit to achieving your vision. So here's what Bruce Wilkinson says. Here's a quote. The journey towards your big dream changes you. In fact, listen to this. Here's the gold. The journey itself is what prepares you to succeed at what you were born to do. Isn't that good? It's the process. It's the transforming process that the challenge brings to us. It's about renewing our resolution. We go through a barrier we've never gone through before. So just put a lock on your mind and your heart, because this is about emotions as well as thinking skills, to keep the abusive giant of doubt out. Lock yourself away from doubt. Refuse to permit doubts to enter your mind again. And just know that at the end, you will be successful no matter what. Take some time to relax. You know, you just need to get away once in a while, man. Take a day off, take a week off, go on vacation or go to the lake for an evening or or just do something novel that you've never done before. Read read outside of your normal genre of reading or watch a documentary that's something you wouldn't normally watch. Watch a movie you wouldn't normally like to watch, but you may find it incredibly stimulating, right? But take some time to relax and then, you know, just come back to it. You're praying, you're resting, you're working, you're thinking, and and, and just enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. So number one, recommit to achieving your vision. Number two, innovate new powerful strategies. I love this. When the environment changes, when the situation changes, guess what? We can't continue doing the same things. It's time for change. And there is no growth without change. There's no personal growth. There's no relational growth. There's no professional growth. There's no growth in your kingdom career without the dynamic of change. You see, Dr. Wilkinson says that the challenge is a prod, a stimulus, even a threat, but we must innovate. We must reimagine. So try new things, re-envision, add value more than ever before in what you're doing, multiply value more than ever before. You're a winner. You're a winner in Christ. He always leads us in his triumph. Jesus is undefeated. God is undefeated. He's a winner. One of his names in the Old Testament is El Gibor, God the champion. So reprioritize your time and your energy. So just stop certain things, maybe. Maybe ruthlessly eliminate certain things as you innovate new powerful strategies. Add what needs to be added. Protect your time protect your energy, and protect your margin. You see, some people say even more important than time is how you manage your energy. And so take time to rest. Take time to do innovative, novel things, to switch your mind off, switch your heart off, and then come back to it. But how we manage our energy, let's stop giving our energy bandwidth to fear 
or to doubt or to depression or to distraction. Love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your strength. Don't give any of it to the other guy, right? Lucifer. I'm going to drop on the show notes page a couple of blog post links you may want to read in in in, in correlation with this. The power of being an underdog. It's, ad, it's, it's actually advantageous to be an underdog. And I have another post there too. It will cost you if you lose your fierceness. So innovate new powerful strategies. So what have we said so far from Dr. Bruce Wilkinson? Four vital steps we need to take when facing challenging times. Number one, recommit to achieving your vision. Number two, innovate new powerful strategies. You see, sometimes we just have to talk to ourselves. It says in the Old Testament that David encouraged himself in the Lord. He got to a place one time in an extremely challenging situation. I think the enemy had come in and taken away the wives of all of his soldiers and all of their property and, and, and just kidnapped them all. And he came back and and his his men were grumbling at him. And there are those times where it comes down back, it just the irreducible minimum, it's just you and Jesus again. I mean, we need each other. We need to walk in community. But once in a while, we get stripped of it all, and we're just back to Jesus again. Let's just recalibrate and reorientate. And it must be that the Lord allows this for that purpose, I'm assuming. We come back to that place. Here's number three. Give thanks to the Creator. Now, this is counterintuitive to our flesh nature to that old nature that the New Testament talks about, that nature that was before Christ in our lives, that nature that is not our new nature, it certainly, it runs against the grain of that. But that's just it. When we run against the grain of our old nature and flow with the Spirit in the new nature, we are positioning ourselves for a breakthrough, for transformation, and through gaming up and leveling up. And we do this, I mean, a a key aspect of this is giving thanks to the creator when you don't feel like it. Gratitude is like priming a pump. You know those old pumps, maybe you've seen them in movies. I remember as a kid on a farm, uh, visiting a farm, and you got that old pump, you start pumping it, and nothing's coming out at first. And then maybe you prime the pump, you pour some water down into the top of the pump, then pump again, and then the water begins to flow. Gratitude is like that. At first, it doesn't feel like a blessing at all. But as you give thanks, as I give thanks... It begins to flow, and all kinds of other blessings start coming in on it. Maybe new ways of thinking, new ways of seeing, new ways of believing. Our faith is is sparked. Every vision will be challenged, but faith overcomes. This is a bedrock issue, and gratitude helps us. It gives us a right perspective. The wrong perspective leads us to failure, but gratitude can flush out our cachet, if I could say it that way. We think more clearly. We start thinking, frankly, like heaven thinks. Now, heaven calls a challenging time a trial. This is what Dr. Bruce Wilkinson says. James 1, 2-4 may be a a set of verses you're, you're familiar with. Consider it all joy, my brethren. What? When you encounter various trials, consider it all joy? Yes. Knowing that the testing, knowing this, you have to know this to do, to consider it all joy. You got to know something about this. What you know is that the testing of your faith is producing endurance. And guess what? 
This endurance is going to have a perfect result, a perfect outcome. So that you may be perfect and complete. What? Lacking in nothing? Are you kidding? So we consider it all joy as we encounter these various trials. We begin to know that the testing of our faith produces endurance. And this endurance has a perfect result. We're going to be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. See, we're going to be more. We're going to be able to do more. It's an opportunity to come up, James 1, 2 to 4. If we understand the outcome of the challenging season, we'll have joy. We are more mature, more complete, lacking in nothing. See, something is added to our person. Something is added to our context by the Lord. He rewards it. Something is added to our situation. Something is added to our own quest with our vision. Dr. Wilkinson says that whenever God wants to increase us, whenever he wants to add to us, he allows trials. He calls it a, ready for this, secret technology of God. He increases our character. He deepens our core motivation. He elevates our conduct. He elevates our competence. He expands our capacity. We become more like him. I'm sort of podcasting myself happy here, just talking about this. We can be grateful because the process is for our good. It's temporary and it's transformational. You know that verse in Romans 8, all things work together for good to those who are called by God, to those who love God. And if you look at the preceding verses, to those who actually engage the Holy Spirit in a process of prayer that redeems situations and and causes all things to work for good. I challenge you to go to Romans 8, 26 through 29 and deeply imprint the reality, the truth of what Paul wrote there on your inner man. So number three, give thanks to the Creator. So what have we said so far from Dr. Bruce Wilkinson? Again, just recapitulating here to use a word that Derek Prince used to use. All right. Number one, recommit to achieving your vision. Number two, innovate new powerful strategies. Number three, understand the key of giving thanks to the Creator. We're talking about four vital steps that we need to take when facing a challenging time. And finally, number four, and I love this. I love them all. Now accelerate success. Yes, acceleration. We're talking God's speed. We're talking about the speed of the spirit. Accelerate success. Don't just endure the challenging season. Here's what he says. Engage it. Ride the wave. Become an overcomer in all ways. Get on the frequencies of the Holy Spirit and get on the speed of the Spirit. Your enemy, the dragon, will tell you that this is going to just drag on forever and that you're never going to realize your vision. The overcomer realizes through gratitude, through a change in POV, point of view, that I can accelerate through this. I can not only just endure it as some kind of a long, laborious trial, but I can accelerate this challenging season and come out faster. And here's another key. 
Don't walk alone. I mentioned earlier that there are times when I think the Lord allows, as part of our transformational process, He allows us to be stripped of everyone temporarily, a little window of time. I don't know what you want to call it, a dark night of the soul or just some trial or something, but it's just you and Him again. It's just you and your coach walking in the cool of the day in the garden where He's... It's just you and Him. Oh, so so precious, man. I remember telling my wife one time I was just challenged about something, I guess. I can't remember. Thankfully, my RAM, my random access memory gets cleared out and I can't actually remember <laughs> everything that has happened. It's, it's, it's a gift of grace. Okay. I guess it's forgetting what lies behind and keep reaching forward to what lies ahead. Thank God for that. I was just expressing this, this, this yearning in my spirit. If I could just sit down and talk with him, like in a conversation, face to face, if there could be just a fluency in a conversation with Jesus, I have, I would love to hear him on this. I have questions. I would love to hear his point of view. Well, I don't know. This thing is a faith walk, you know, and he does talk to us. We do have to experience that cool of the day dynamic. If you're going to rule, you're going to have to get cool. We have some content on that at jesussmart.com. I think I did a podcast episode on that. When I create the show notes page for this episode, I'll try to get all these links on there. Stay cool to rule. There are those times where stripped away and it's just us and the coach again. It's like the head coach calling you to in, into his office and saying, look, we've looked at the film. You're not playing up to your ability. Here's what you need to do, Right. You need more preparation, more technique, return to the fundamentals, whatever they say. You need a a change in your psychology. We're going to hook you up with this sports psychologist. We're going to give you a nutritionist. You know, we're going to change your trainer. You know, we're going to, you know, create new dynamics on on the practice field with with your specialty coach, whatever it is. You're more than this. You have more to offer this team than this. And if you do this, you'll be rewarded right? We need those times with the Lord. He's our coach. He's our mentor. But I also want to say this generally, don't walk alone. Band together with two or three others. The chemistry has to be right. Learn to take responsibility for the success of others. Here's a kingdom dynamic out of Philippians 2. Don't just merely be concerned about your own interest, but also about the interest of others. Have this attitude or this mind in you, which was also in Christ. That's part of the mind of Christ. That's part of kingdom. Take responsibility, show interest in their personal, spiritual, and professional, and their kingdom development. Connect with people. Be a source of encouragement. Don't just look at the backs of heads of people in church. You have to cluster in a kingdom cluster. You have to seek out, find something, or create something where where these dynamics can flow. You fight for each other. You pray over each other's assignments and seasons and life narratives. You give space for the Holy Spirit to operate in that koinonia, in that fellowship. Spiritual gifts to be in operation. Spiritual gifts are a hyper-augmented reality. There's the natural you, and yes, you have strengths and gifts, but when you get the real augmented reality, spiritual gifts, the movies you see are just an imperfect representation of what's possible in the kingdom. You have a supernatural augmented reality. You become super fast, super big, super powerful, super intelligent. 
through spiritual gifts, especially in operation. Well, really, spiritual gifts are to be in operation in the community of faith with others, so banding together. I hope this is encouraging. It's a challenging time. We will always have challenging times. Sometimes the macro challenge gets bigger than at other times. I think we're in a big macro challenging time right now. But actually, if we, if we were to look down and bring it down to, per, to the personal level and, and to clusters of people and companies of believers, we will realize that people are going through challenging seasons. I think Dr. Bruce Wilkinson's point of view and his words are helpful Four vital steps we need to take when facing challenging times. Recommit to achieving the vision. Innovate new powerful strategies. Number three, here's a key, give thanks to the creator. And number four, accelerate success. On number three, I just feel to say this, as you give thanks to the creator, he becomes more creative in your life. Well, I appreciate you listening to this. If you have any comments, please comment wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Remember to go to podchaser.com, if you would, and search for Jesus Smart and rate and review this podcast. Share with one or two of your friends. Who do you know needs to hear something from these insights, really traced back to Dr. Bruce Wilkinson? Share this episode with them. Reach out to them and spread the word. The show notes page for this episode is jesussmart.com slash your vision. We'll have the links there I was referencing. To learn more about the podcast, of course, jesussmart.com. We have an e-letter that goes out periodically, next level elements in Christ following, in Christ development, in optimizing your kingdom experience, positioning yourself for the new heavens and the new earth. Jesus is brilliant. The more we walk with him, the more you'll catch his brilliance in a unique way. His brilliance will flow through you in a unique way into this world. He knows how this life works optimally. I appreciate you. More good things to come. We'll talk soon.